going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, what it do? We're back again with another episode of the VAR Bar. What you saying, my guys? Yo, yo what's good, people? What's going on? All good. <laughs> Out here doesn't sound positive, Andy. Is everything okay, yeah? It's not said with chest, man, unfortunately. But... <laughs> Boy. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Wow, don't worry, we'll get to you in a sec. But 51, uh, let me let me get a quick, quick um, pop quiz. 51, you man, what do you think that stands for? There's a record in the English league that, that relates to 51. Who knows ball? Just guess anything random, man. Don't worry, we, 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 we won't put you for five. I'm going to go with... Um... Home unbeaten uh, record for home. That's a good game. one. That's a good. Let me get two more. Two more guesses. Wait, he took my one. Good. I don't know. Some um, something to do with Brian Clough and Nottingham Forest. Nah, one more. Um, the last time Tottenham won the league. <laughs> that, that, that's close. Still, that's close. Still, but um, it's actually the oldest player to ever play in the um, in the divisions of um, England. That Man. was. Neil McBrain, Scottish international, well known for playing for Watford. Played for Liverpool, but only 12 appearances, so we don't really count that one. Yeah, 51 years old, man. That is old, fans. Mazza. Do you reckon Ronaldo... You couldn't, huh? you couldn't do that now, though. You couldn't do that now. There is a Japanese player, though, that's like in his 50s. Yeah, but oh, yeah, I've seen him, yeah. Yeah, that's, the K, that's the K-League, though, isn't it? So... At this level, hey, any any league, any league is respectable, though, no? At fifty years old, yeah, 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 it's true. Would you be able to make it at your age, there, Prez? Probably Respect not. Still. It, my G. <laughs> Probably not. Still, but you know, Roger Miller was doing it at what forty something, forty five. Am I am I wrong? Yeah, but these African bowlers are well in their well, 40s, man. You understand? <laughs> they're conditioned My dad was saying this about Partey, you know, the other day. He was like, look at this guy, man. He ain't 20. Yeah, that, that don't need <laughs> <laughs> That guy, that guy said, has seen things, man. That guy has seen things. He's got a 40-year-old twin brother somewhere. That tired tech here. Of a Martin's kind of thing. Donnie was, what, like 31? 32, <laughs> let's, not forget, let's not forget Carl New as well. Bro, we were on oh, Carl New's page that day. He's still like, low. How? <laughs> oh man. But yeah, so obviously there Neil McBride once paid for Liverpool, and we're gonna get it straight because um in the last week since we last recorded, each team has played twice. And I have to say the biggest game from that one was Liverpool versus Man City. Coming into this game, we were thinking, hey, Liverpool have lost their form, but they're picking it up. Now, could they, you know, see where they are? Um, was it back-to-back wins for Liverpool and Man City? A good assessment to see where they are. And as we all know, Man City, like Char, Big Char has been saying to people that they're going to walk the league. Certain man are saying, oh, eh. but he's not here. So, you know, <laughs> they have their views on uh, Man City. My drug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as Toast just said there, boy, you, man, I, I think we can all say... We, we weren't expecting that scoreline. It ended up being um, a 4-1 win to Man City. Pammons. Pammons, you know, the Merseyside. Hey, don't worry. For our socials, we've got something for you. A little exclusive drop. Um, who sang that again? It was originally Andy, but yeah. Pammons in the Merseyside. Yo, Andy. Yeah, I, I, won't sign, I won't sign off on that being released on social media. Man. You, have to, you get me? I'll see your clock. Um, <laughs> hey, well, what happened, Andy, man? What happened with what, man? <laughs> your Look at how dismissive he is. <laughs> My bro, bro nah. Are you not here to analyse the game? It's not, even, yeah. it's not even that, bro. It's like, where do I start, man? Like, Let me start with Brighton, innit? Car, obviously... No, no, we'll go, we'll go into Brighton because I know, obviously, that was a defeat, but let's just go in the big game first. Okay. Well, um, first half was a bit cagey, was a bit, um, you know, some people found it boring, but I thought it was an interesting battle, tactically, uh, where both teams kind of shut each other out. Um, I think they received a penalty um, in the first half, yeah. uh, but obviously Gundogan missed. Um, but then started the second half, Gundogan scored, and then we scored our penalty. 
Um, and it seemed like the tide actually swung our way in terms of momentum. Um, we had a young five to ten minutes where we, you know, had the ball. Um, we could have um, hurt them, but we didn't really, really do anything. And then there was, a, I would say, a ten minutes of madness, really, um, from from Allison, where he gave the ball away twice. Um, a bit of a, a madness at the back from us, but... You know, um, Allison passed it basically twice to a City player. Um, to his defence, though, um, the reason why I would give City credit for even those goals, those goals, they were gifts, but I'll give them credit because they still had a lot to do. Uh, Phil Foden did bits. Bernardo Silva even did bits to create his goal. And our defenders weren't there to, you know, to mop up. So it was, a deserved, it was a deserved win, man, for sure. What performances you mentioned there by Phil Foden, but um, I want to go to Prez because there's one player you've been talking about highly and um, you've obviously shown his importance. And last night, I feel, I think he was given man of the match, actually. Good again. Prez, you've been, you've been, you've been having high praises for him. How do you think he, he played yesterday? Yeah, Gundo, man. I feel like he's, he's, stepped, he's stepped into uh, the void that's been left by KDB, I feel. Um, I feel like he's playing his probably his best fellow football in the City shirt than, that I can certainly remember. Um, and he seems to to be the the sort of um, the hub going forward in terms of creativity from the midfield. Um, yeah, he, he, looks in, he looks in great form. He looks really sharp. Obviously, he missed a penalty, but he got his goal in the end. He's just, he's just got fantastic movement and, and mm-hmm. uh, fantastic um, reading of the game. Like he he understands where his players are, where their play, where his players are where his players are gonna be. And and he yeah, he's just he looks fantastic at the moment. I mean you summed it up perfectly there. We're seeing the best of him. I think there was such a high expectation when he first came to Man City. And you know he's had his glimpses uh, but what we're seeing now is probably his best um player football. I think even Tabo mentioned it as well with the injuries he had in the past. Um he had a little knock during the game um, however, um, he, was like, he was able to come over that because we thought he could have been out the way the, in, the injury went. Um, but it's really good to see him play. And like you said there, everyone thought without KDB, Man City will struggle, but they are just flying right now. And um, Char, you've spoken very highly of Man City. Um, I mean, what do you think? Winners? Are they, is it theirs to, theirs to lose now? Yeah, uh, without doubt, and I didn't even need them to beat Liverpool to for me to think that. I just think, um, I think it a lot is it's probably working in their favour. But in a sense that I think um, the only way, I think the only way you beat City in this sort of form is if you get a game where like you have um, like fans in stadiums, um, home team fans obviously being um, at their best um, and creating a very hostile atmosphere. But I think football to football. Um, I and mean, obviously that's what you're you're seeing a lot of now. Hence the reason why there's a lot of like away wins um, for teams. Um, I think better teams are just are just are just gonna are just gonna do well in in this situation. I think that's what's happening with City. I think football for football wise, they 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 kind of out football anyone. Um, and I think they're just doing that, and that's the reason why. Other than as 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 and um, Andrew as you mentioned, of other than probably five ten minutes um, after the first half, um, they just yeah they they were just toying with with, with Liverpool, and I think. Um, even though the 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 goal the goal um the four one probably flattered them slightly, I think in terms of dominance it it, it didn't flatter them at all. So so yeah, I think they're gonna walk in as Des lose. Yeah, yeah. Munya, Munya, on your point on Gundogan, it's not it's not surprising though because he's done this last time the last time um KDB was out. So yeah. to me, this is just history repeating itself, and he's a player that can do this, and he's shown it time and time again. So yeah, it's a fantastic player. Do you reckon? I, I, I don't feel like I've... Like now when I'm watching, I'm, I'm excited to see him play because I haven't had the same feeling that I've... I think, he's, I think he's just added his, the goals is what Shalom's saying. But yeah, if, you, if general yes. play, like he was doing this in the, um, yeah, maybe two seasons ago. Yeah, I remember that season where um KDB was injured and they won the league? Yeah. I thought yeah. that was more... Bernardo Silva that stepped nah, up. And, 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 and Gundogan as well. Watch it. He yeah, definitely first. stepped up. So for me, it's, 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 not a, it's not a surprise to see what he's doing. Yeah, it was, so what are we saying, guys? Um, Gundogan over Thiago, yeah? 
this what, uh, what we're getting at? <laughs> 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 I can't lie. Meant to be the best I can't lie. Go do one, Rantiago of Anfield. I was looking at it, bro. Even in the chat, when Tiago came off, I was like, yeah, drag, take him off. Car. That was a madness. But yeah, Gundogan, definitely one of the one of the guys last night, man. But I have to give my guy Foden, man. Jake, I, I think you want sorry, Jake, I think you wanted to say something there. What were you gonna drop? Well, I was just saying with Gundogan, it's obviously just a difference of role, isn't it? Like you we yeah. say the KDB leaving, like this city team, they look unpredictable because you think when KDB's in the side, you're preparing for them. What do you do? You prepare for KDB and you hope the rest works itself out. Whereas with this team, who do you prepare for? You, do you really spend mm. so much time focusing on Gundogan? Well, that means Sterling's available. That means Foden's available. It means Bernardo Silva's available. Bernardo Silva played his best game for, what, two years last night? Yeah. 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 He loves a Liverpool fixture. They all stepped up, to be fair. I don't I don't even want to say it was just um, all of them, man. To Amanda, yeah, yeah. All, everyone just stepped up, man. They I all... think for them, I think for them, because obviously they haven't won at Anfield for a long time, but I think they see it as in like, they... If we beat Liverpool, we've won the league. I think that's that's how they approached it, and that's even like when I looked at the interviews afterwards and the way they were talking, they 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 can smell it basically. So I, I, I mean, I get what you're saying there, but I don't yeah. think they came into. I think as neutrals and everyone else, we all saw it as if look, if whoever wins this game, what well, if you if Liverpool to win it, they're back in it. If Man City to win it. It's more or less theirs and Liverpool out. But I think Man City were quite safe to start off. I think you even... The first half, yeah, they were very yeah. safe. Like, yeah. the first half especially. Yeah, I but that's a mentality thing, probably... isn't it? Because they know, yeah, they know what, yeah, what happens at Anfield. Coming. Yeah, but then... <laughs> what I do find interesting is, um, further to our conversation on Clubhouse regarding um, top 10 wingers, Raheem Sterling. Jesus. He is a... He is a, he is a that, did you see that stat yesterday? Cooked like, wow. Seriously, man. Trent... Like, Told you guys, man. man. Christ, like he got absolutely mullered by Sterling all game, man. I mean, he, game, like... even even Robertson on the left, man. I mean, yeah. like Foden, two hey, touches. What for Foden the goal. done to Robertson? I ain't seen that before. Yeah, like you, know, you, you rarely see Robertson get dragged, man. So, man, bro, like yeah, shout out for Foden. Well, man. I like, got a question. Though. I got mental. a question, Carl. At the beginning of the season, and even throughout the season, I was asking, like, oh, like, I'll, um, obviously, this is more towards. Kenner because he's not here, but I asked Andrew because obviously he's a Liverpool fan. Um, when you got signing Thiago, like he came with a massive reputation um, for being obviously this guy that can unlock defenses, not necessarily for his passing, but his passes before before their assist and whatnot. I was hearing a lot of a lot of things in it, but um, and obviously I think I asked it a few weeks back, like well, like what was the purpose for signing him? Um, I think when you guys lost to maybe was Brighton, maybe. Um, and obviously, I'm asking. I, I want to ask again. Like, what is the purpose behind his the signing? Twi- the, the Twitter um, squeaks are dragging him, boy. De- de- decoration, man. I, I, I generally want to know because, okay, he he didn't he didn't win the he didn't um, play a significant part in winning the game against. But look, but look, so this is but this is what I'm saying. Teams. This is what I'm saying. This particular question is all hindsight because you know at that point when we signed him, why we signed him. So. I'm not going to yeah. answer you because it's hindsight. You know why we signed him. Has it but panned out? So think, your, question, your, your question should be, or your your comment, even though your question should be, whatever you signed him for, whatever you thought you was going to sign him for, didn't work out not really, at the moment. Not really, because because I never thought you signed him. Like, I wasn't the one that was calling him the best centre mid in the world. You guys were. Okay, so but... You guys, what, what that's have you seen but that's that different. But that. that's different. But you know why we signed Thiago, yes or no? He's a different profile. He's a different. He's a different profile. Listen, he's a different profile Boy. of midfielder to what we have currently. Chosen the scratch that, right that, now. That, that rattle meter is just. Yeah. Tick, 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 tick. Hey. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, hey. man, but the thing Boy. is, it's all hindsight, man. Come on, man. Like, don't ask this question, man. It has, a, it has it's flop. <laughs> you can laugh at us. It didn't. Work. Nah, it man. probably didn't work so far. But for me. Let's wait and see, innit? I I get, I get I get he got run out last night. That's they get pocketed by Stephen Alzate. And, uh, <laughs> come on, man. That's, uh, uh, Andy, you, you mentioned, and obviously Tosin's mentioned some of the Brighton players. And prior to this game, you, you, you had a game against Brighton, which, you know, um, I think Tosin, your brother, who's another listener of um, the podcast, did say uh, in a tweet that he's getting skinned at the moment. Win against Brighton, win against uh, Man City, the battle <laughs> form. Well, Boy. it's not looking like that. As um, Super we, L's, man. Yeah, Liverpool went down again. Yeah, and, and Brighton surprise, game. Sorry. Yeah, 
You're a good for it, man. The Brighton game, you lot. You, yeah, you. That, that Brighton game all but confirmed it to me that we were not in a title race anymore. I feel like in that Brighton, I feel like Brighton, because because obviously the city gave the city the the city one we we kind of gave them the two goals to get back in, but Brighton they hundred and twenty ten fifty percent deserve to win. They yes. also didn't come. They also didn't come to camp. They mm-hmm. were kind of on the front foot. They played their game basically, like the way they play. Um, they deserved it, man. And just looking at that game, I was thinking, yeah, it's not happening. Kenner was like, yeah, if we beat City, nah, <laughs> you can't lose. You uh, can't lose to Brighton in that manner and think and be confident that you're going to beat City in it. So, Drew, yeah, it was it was all right, man. Drew, Drew, I got a question for you. Yeah, Go for it, man. yeah. Um, essentially, two things. Um, there's been this statement on Twitter saying um, Liverpool are the most disrespected champions in the Premier League. And at the end of the, the league, would you turn around and say we were unlucky or we just didn't play well? And, and I mean unlucky in regards to the injuries you've had and the, the caliber players you've lost. Or would you just say, well, we, we, we just didn't play well? Ah, uh, man, come on. I mean, yes or no? Yes, we've been unlucky with the injuries that we've had. Fair enough, but everyone had injuries. Even City had yeah. injuries, but City yeah. have the benefit of having able replacements. So that's my then, quote. That's hold on, hold on. That's my quote unquote excuse. However, however, I feel I still think that the players that we have, even seeing Henderson and Fabinho at the back, they can do the job. They have done the job. They are able. You get me? We should yeah. not be. We should not be getting beat by Brighton and Burnley at home. We should not be getting beat. We should not be making these mistakes. Um. Against against Man City, we should not be not scoring against like Newcastle, West Brom, with because Mane, Firmino, and Salah they've all been fit, right. despite everything. You get no, twenty seven so, points worse off. Worse off than last season. It's not. Yeah. I mean, injury. You're the worst. You're the worst champions. champions. Yeah, I mean, we've got some. I, stats I wouldn't here. say that. I wouldn't say. I mean, that. I we've think, got, I think, we've I got think some stats. Hold on, hold on. We've got some stats. After twenty three games, obviously, you man have got twenty seven fewer points. Uh, than uh, last year at this stage, and that's the biggest drop by any champion uh, wow. ever before. Wow. And and also, uh, Liverpool are the first side to lose three straight home matches in the following campaign after they've won the won the top flight division. The last team was Chelsea in 1956. So technically, you've been the worst <laughs> champions. I think. I think in terms of the points thing. I think in terms of the points thing. That's 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 a victim of our own success because we were flying. This time we, we only drew a game, we've won everything. So that's a victim. No one okay. no one else has done it. So obviously the points drop is not going to be the same as anyone else. Uh, okay, it's but been, that, that you so you, so you, obviously you've reached those levels. So I know, I know. So obviously, so obviously not but obviously it's context in it. Apply it. If we if we finish outside the top four, if we finish eighth or like Chelsea, the tenth, then yeah, calm. Then we have been the worst. But I mean, the points thing is like it's a victim of our own success. Uh, this is a this is a big drop off, man. This isn't like a, yeah, it's a, like a not even points here and there. This is like significant drop off, and it's it's not like you don't. You, I mean, obviously you have injuries, but it's not like you have a completely new group of players where you're having to rebuild your team. You have the same core group. Do you know what I mean? You have the same forwards. You have the it's, same midfield. Uh, what poor. happened to it's, the mentality monsters, man? It's poor, man. It's poor. Like I hey, said, listen, I, I, no one, no one expected this. Of course, yeah. it's I'm poor. Gonna, I'm gonna I'm jump in here because I think I'm just taking some heavy hits and some shots and. Big up yourself, your boy Kenna. Um, for our listeners, we'll be searching Bro, a search I'm not taking party. the heavy hits, man. They're trying it, man. But get me. We'll be sending out. I'll book the May, cousin. Boy. We'll be searching. That's it. Where's your energy, dude? All right, all right. So Andy, like back to back defeats. Now, where'd you guys go from here? Bro, I asked Kenna, man, because I don't know, man. Honestly, bro, I think like this is just like. Phase two of Jurgen Klopp's reign at Liverpool. He just has to kind of rebuild. Kind of, I don't know what we what we do from now um, to the end of the season. So what? Uh, league title next season? Because you were coming with a lot of smoke, saying that oh, we'll run it back next year. Don't worry, next year. So what? Why not, man? Was that just was that just um, post game gas? Or no, what, no, no, no. Why that? not? We can. Why not? We can do it. <laughs> It yeah. don't get any easier for Liverpool from here. Um, you have Leicester away on the weekends, and then we return to the Champions League, which um, for our listeners, you may have seen at the moment, English clubs are being told um, their venue will have to change and they're going away. And some countries are not permitting 
English clubs into their country. And then you have the Merseyside derby um, a week later, um, on, on well, on the 20th of Feb. So um, watch this space, man. I think these next three games could make or break Liverpool season. It'd be interesting to find out. Moving on to um, Liverpool's noisy um, neighbours from Manny. Um, not Manchester, of course, but Man United, Manchester City. So Manchester United. I mean, boys, you man, you did a pamming on. Um, I hate to be, hate to be Southampton again. They've conceded nine goals in the Premier League, man. That is that is appalling. Um, Man United, you needed this one for your goal difference and plus to just get your players motivated. Um, Big Char, I mean, just you were saying it on the chat. You needed it for the goal difference. You did it. Um, Southampton are, you know, lacking um, competence right now and you capitalised on that. Yes, the red card, which has now been um, rescinded, um, helped. However, I think you guys from, from the get-go, um, so there was two red cards. The first one killed off the game, I think. Um, silly challenge. So it was it was always going to be a red card um, and obviously the one later in the game. But you guys were the better team. And how, 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 how did you feel watching that? Yeah, the get yeah. I'm not even gonna try and attempt to go through every goal because it obviously was, there was a lot of goals in it. But the game was done after like what I think it was was it a minute? It was even a minute. Yeah, it was like a minute, maybe two minutes. Yeah, yeah. It was the game was done. Um, but I think what Ole said in the press conference after was was um, was right. I think we just kept on doing 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 the right things. I feel like a lot of times, especially when teams go to ten um, ten men or opposition team starts forcing things and starts doing things they wouldn't be doing if they were playing um, 11 men, which obviously is, is normal because you tend to get red cards like later on in the game and so on. But um, I think it just gave us a chance to almost sort of relax, um, play our football. Uh, we moved the ball pretty well. Um, moved the ball sort of side to side quite, quite quickly. Um, I think the standout performances for me, um, even though they didn't even get on the goal sheet, was was Greenwood. Um, I think his movement was good. He's looking sort of closer to back to his best in terms of sort of his movement and his work rate. I just think the goals will come because he's a finisher. Um, but obviously they'll stand out performances from people like Marshall when he came on, Bruno. Um, but yeah, all in all, very good result. Um, quite happy about it. Obviously, it's, never, it's always nice to score nine goals. Um, but yeah, uh, good, good, good game. So, um, obviously, three points for United, but, you know, Let's look. We, we don't always focus on other clubs in the Premier League, but Southampton. Um, yeah, I think Andy, you spoke highly, or maybe was it Tosin about Ralph? What do you lot think now? As a manager, when you've conceded nine goals to not to no return twice within a year, and possibly, um, I don't know when the Leicester game was 2019. 2019, yeah. Oh, 20, okay, so maybe. But still, regardless, you don't do that, man. Where, where are we setting him? Because Ralph came in, had a sticky start, and then obviously, you know, earlier this season, you saw him tearing up um, when they got them to the top of the league, and now they're sitting 11th. Um, Andy, Toast, what do you not think um, about Ralph? It's a tricky one still, because, like, I like him as a manager. I like what he's done with Southampton. I like the way they're playing. Um, I like how he's making uh, average players look good. Um, dangerous um, but however you cannot excuse getting set nine nine not even getting set just conceding nine goals full stop um, at this at this level um, I guess Leicester they had 11 men in it no they had 10 actually they had 10 but, yeah even then man even then it's like it was quite poor like the way the team literally deflates when they when, when yeah. they go down to 10 men and it seems like an, a reoccurring thing for them, man. He needs to fix that. For me, yeah. I, I feel like he doesn't. He doesn't have a plan B. Sorry, Toast. I feel like he he does the high line. He we, we know he likes to play over high line, and when the situations in the game changes, it I feel like he doesn't react to it. Like obviously, he 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 basically put like every man behind the ball when they went back to ten men. But I feel like it's not something that they work on, or a scenario yeah. a scenario that they they work on in training because maybe he doesn't feel like it's something that he expects from them. But I feel like he does need to have that plan B just in case things do go wrong. And at the moment, I don't think he does. But I think, yeah, so, sorry, Toast. I think, yeah, th that's fine. But as players, 
to be the same set of players to be conceding nine goals. Mm-hmm. Is that a manager thing or is that player? Is that just the players are just mentally when when they have to um because when you go down to 10 men, you have to potentially shift your position and not play your usual position. Mm-hmm. Probably me- mentality. Like, yeah, mentality-wise. Does, does, does he work on that though? Like is it something yeah, that feel, he instills in the players? I feel like yeah. he does have to. He, he, he has some responsibility there. Do this, yeah. He has yeah. some, some response, but not all of it, man. No, no. That's why all. you buy. Not that's all. why you buy a certain type of players. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree, level, I agree yeah. with Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with Andrew because as a player, you have to step up. You have to recognize that you're you're playing with a man mm-hmm. short. Look at Arsenal, for example. I you definitely man. think it's a it's a it's a it's a player thing, man. Because if you notice, like when some teams kind of go down to 10 men or they're whatever. Better. They're in adversity. Sometimes they play better, as you understand. So so really, like, for a team to lose 9-0, um, there's, just no, there's just no excuse for it, man, whatsoever, man. But in terms of how I view Southampton, in it, man? I mean, Southampton are a funny one because, obviously, I feel as if they've react, they reacted really, really well to... It, it was 2019, but it was actually last season, like, when they lost 9-0 to Leicester. And um, I kind of feel as it, almost as if they flattered to deceive a little bit because you actually look at the table... They're 12th at the moment. They're right in between Crystal Palace and Leeds. And you'd probably be thinking they, they're doing a lot better than they are if you actually mm. like just mm. kind of look at how they play. But it's I'm on like both sides of the coin because like I feel like James Ward Prowse probably had like his best 18 months of his career. Like Che Adams is like twice the player I thought he was initially. Obviously, Danny Ings has been brilliant the last 12 months. So I want to give him credit, but at the same time, like two. Two nine nil losses in the space of two seasons is just unacceptable, man. Where, whatever way you spin it, man. I mean, would you call them unlucky, really and truly? Because look at the, the caliber of team they lost to. I think Unlu- they were just unlucky, I think they were unlucky just rattled. is two on two one or, or uh, nine nil. I think they were rattled when when that well, guy got sent let me, off. Let me, the let first let teams have gone to Man United, played with ten men, and, and do you know? What yeah, I mean? but then toast, toast. If, if you look at it like this, that guy gets sent off literally, not even thirty seconds yeah. of the game. The get, game plan, the game plan is the, the game plan is scrapped yeah. before the bro. Nine bro, nil. Do you know what? Nine nil is at the highest level. No excuse. I do. No, no, no. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying. When cards happen, it tends to happen like in yeah when something has happened in the game. Yeah. What do you actually do when you have ten men for like a whole game? That's even better to be honest. Even for me. No, it's not because I can. I always hear it, but there's quite a lot of examples of when you can. You guys are naming like places like when Arsenal have done it, like when other teams have gone to ten men, and it's like half time in situations when it's like half time after. But isn't that worse? Okay, no, I I think no, because you can stay in the game, innit? You could just sit back and stay in the game. Whereas for ninety minutes, you can't do that, bro. I'm sorry. So what's the what's what's the excuse for them to concede five goals in the second half? No, I'm saying no. There's no excuse. But what we're saying is they're rattled. They they got rattled. The game plan goes out the window straight away. Exactly. So that's the players. So that's not necessarily on Hazard or so because I'm sure this guy. No, no one is saying the manager though. I'm sorry. he's complicit. He's complicit. He's complicit. But I'm saying the players more than him for me. But he's definitely okay, complicit yeah, for they, sure. They both, they both I mean, Prez, what do you they mean? Both, yeah, sorry. They, they both hold, hold corn because, like I said to you at the beginning of all of this, like Hassan who has a particular style of play, right? And mm-hmm. I feel like he doesn't, he doesn't um, stray away from it. Yeah, yeah he doesn't stray away mean, from man. it, and he doesn't adapt to situations like this where you know you have to you have to pull the emergency um, the emergency handle. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't have a, a plan B, so that I, I feel like. That's, okay, that's, but that's let me compare. Th- let me compare this with like the Arsenal game. I know Arsenal weren't like, um, sorry, Monia. I know Arsenal weren't like um, nine men for like ninety minutes. I know that, but when they when they were with nine players, they even pegged back Wolves for for for, for whatever reason. I think it's a pl- it's a mentality thing. Yeah, I mean, be, I, think, I, I think we can see it's possibly you know, both sides could um could come to blame. The manager could prepare his team maybe after the second half to, you know, not, not embarrass themselves, but also the players have to take ownership for the fans. And, you know, for any Southampton fans listening, we hope you're okay. We hope you're in a safe place. Things will get better. Because <laughs> if I saw my team lose, I know. They got to be again by Newcastle. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, that's... Hopefully things do get better in it. Well, hopefully things do get better. <laughs> don't they have injuries as well? Don't they have injuries at the don't yeah, they have injuries at the moment as well? So United also had another game um, during the week, and that was against so on the weekend, and that was against Everton. I mean, 
at one point the score was 2-0. We thought, ah, oh, this is it. You know, United are back. Um, they're going to apply that pressure um, on City. I'm not even going to say it because I'm not going to, I don't want to get at it. But, you know, some may say title challenge might be back on. Well, a revamped, <laughs> a revamped, and this is kind of, okay, I know it's different there, the 11 men, but Carlo Ancelotti must have bollocked them in the half time because when they came out, they scored within five minutes and then not too long after, it's 2-2. Two, two. You're thinking, boy, United, what's going on here? Um, they, they, they seemed comfortable and now the game's at their hands. However, as some people like to call it mixed sauce, I mean, that would probably be a nasty sauce if you were to try it. Um, <laughs> came back and got them back in the back in the leads. And, you know, you see five minutes, you're thinking, ah, um, United can see this through now. They've won the game. Everton were really challenging. And literally, when you say the last kick of the game, DCL... Oh, that guy kills me. DCL, who's been out of form, comes in and rescues a point for um, my for Everton. I mean, I don't know who to go to, but I'm going to go to you, Prez. How are you feeling when you see that? 95, and you're thinking, <laughs> we should be walking with three points, and now you've just dropped two points. <laughs> Boy, um, yeah, that, that was one of the more painful ones this season, I think, especially going up, as you say, 2-0, um, cruising in the game, um, going into halftime thinking all we need to do is sort of maintain this level of consistency, keep playing the football we're playing and, and we'll, we'll cruise to a, a result, maybe get another couple goals. Um, yeah, I was, I couldn't be more wrong, man. I feel like um, when the, the first goal went in, uh, Everton's goal, that is, uh, Ikore, I, I was thinking, you know what, 2-1, two, two, Everton are right back into this game and is going to go down to the to the, to the the very end. I didn't, even at that point, I didn't feel comfortable um, because I feel like when uh, there's a pattern, when we concede, especially at home, when we concede, even if we're in the lead, the, the game is suddenly, you know, tense and on a knife edge. So it was a similar thing this time around. Um, obviously, they went on to, to get their second goal with James Rodriguez. Good strike, by the way. Um, and uh, yeah, it, we, we got our third goal. And at that point, I was thinking, OK, we've done enough. At that point in the game, um, you know, 70 minutes, control the game, manage, manage the game, make the substitutions where we need to take off attacking players and we'll see the game out. So Ole made the substitution. Um, he took off Greenwood, I believe, and he brought on Axel Twanzebi. And I really hate that it had to be him, man. I really, really hate that it had to be him because he's had a he's had a tough couple of weeks already with the racist abuse he's been receiving on socials, um, and obviously it continued again after after this, um, because naturally, regardless of you know if there are multiple people accountable, yeah, you know 100%. The, the black person is always going to be the one that's targeted. But anyway. Um, the foul that was committed um, by Wanzebi ultimately led to to the goal. I think it was crossed in by Luca Digna and Calvert uh, Lewin got onto to the end of it. And I was screaming <laughs> like a fool. I was screaming handball, handball, handball. <laughs> I was about to ask you, are you lucky you mentioned it yourself? <laughs> because I was I was going to because even looking back on it, I was laughing myself because I only saw the reverse angle. <laughs> I said handball. <laughs> I only saw the reverse angle of it. So, and from that angle that I saw it, the initial angle, I was just screaming handball and didn't even look back at the TV. I was just like effing and blinding. Um, so when I saw That's it- That's time to type it as well, bro. Come on, When When, when um, I saw the other angle, I felt like an absolute fool because it's clearly not a handball. Came off his stomach and he slotted it away nicely, even though the guy should have done better. So yeah, man, just That's a shambles. Yeah, shambles, man. Shambles, shambles, shambles. Um, okay, so I think that's Maguire, though. So, Come no, on. That's, I'm glad Andy just mentioned that. And I know Char, De Gea, Pete, you said it perfectly. You know, collectively, you could you can point fingers at many people. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake, I know you're um, patriotic and, you know, you're, you're, you're wanting England to win something. Maguire could be lining up for England in the Euros. Do you think he's the man to, you know, give him that defensive push after seeing what you're seeing at the moment? Yeah, it's, it, it's a good question. I mean, 
you're thinking about the England lineup right now, and at centre back, you're obviously taking John Stones. John Stones is going to be starting for England at this rate, and it will probably be the main centre back. But the one next to him, you, it is probably Maguire, because, and it's a question of who else, which is probably the worst thing you can say. And then Southgate will go, ah, oh, do you know what? You're right. Let's put three of them at the back to really compensate that and put Michael Keane in as well. So, fucking hell. Yeah, it's, it's awful. It's awful. We've got hey, what do you guys think about Henderson actually dropping back to create space in the midfield? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Genuine. No, I hear it. I hear it. No, like, no, to create no, space no, no, in the no, midfield, isn't it? You want to create space for who, though? In general, create space for who? Well, you know that was happening. Hey, that Maddie, that Maddie Foden. Hey, nah, we no, need no, that sauce in it. You, you, Mitch, you remember the convo was having yeah, yesterday? I get that, but I, I, I feel. Hey. <laughs> I get that, but I feel that would be too much of an attacking midfield for for a team like England, who they don't. Yeah, they're not nah, that. No one, no one mentioned anything about attacking. I just said to so, open up space. Yeah, in, can, can we, mean, can we focus on Maguire though? Because that's who we're here to talk about. The only alternative I can really think in my head that is plausible and may actually work is dropping Rice into there. Yeah. yeah. He actually does right. play. Rice will be a future centre-back. Wait, Prez, yeah. I've actually got, Prez, I've got a question for you actually for obviously United and stuff. Obviously, you lost yesterday and everyone's saying now you're out of the tower race. Lost? You drew still. They drew, I mean, they you drew. drew, sorry, sorry. The you way you went out that was last minute i celebrated that i ain't gonna lie to you, I bet you did, mate. <laughs> um obviously you drew yesterday and a lot of pundits are saying you guys are out of the title race speaking to you two you've been you know for a while saying you guys are not in the title race blah blah blah, blah. after that are you gonna say you know there wasn't even an inkling of thoughts of saying hey we might actually go and do it here like a couple of months back you guys were on a good roll there was no point you guys thought you were going to win the league Uh, yeah my stance was pretty clear from the start of all of this like even before our run I said you know our at the time our um, objective or my objective as a fan was to close the gap on the, the champions and make it look more respectable in terms of uh, the points that we obtain in the season. At no point did I say that we were going to challenge for the title. Um, And I also said that there was plenty of opportunities and plenty of games for us to drop points, for us to really see where we'll end up this season. Um, So, yeah, I, I don't know what to really say in response to that, apart from I've not changed my stance from the beginning. All right. We'll leave it there with United. Um, so coming up, um, you have the FA Cup midweek games. You're at home to uh, I'm very a... pumped up West Ham. Boy, smelly, smelly game, as Charles would say, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm not looking forward to that game. I'm not looking forward um, to that game tomorrow night at half seven. Um, that'll be a, be a good game, uh, but as you said, for the neutrals, we're, we're gonna enjoy it. But as you guys are saying, it's gonna be smelly. Um, but Lingard, can we just speak of chess? Well, you man ain't neutrals, man. Allow it. When when United are playing, there's no neutrals. There. There's no such thing as neutrals, man. Allow it. Oh, I just want to watch good football. Talking about our listeners, bro. I just want to uh, watch good football. Right, cool, you know. cool, cool, cool. Shout out to listeners, bro. Um, I like Mitch. I like. So after that, um, you then have um, West Brom away, which obviously should be a dub, and then um, Real Sociedad and um, Europa League. So um, yeah, tomorrow be a good game. We'll see what happens there. Um, we're going to move over to um, a team that actually just beat West Brom recently. But prior to that one, it was a North London derby. And you heard it all last week. Um, our boy C Strider said it himself already that there's <laughs> there's no way Spurs are winning that game, which they didn't. And also, Dick himself said it, you won't be getting more than two goals from that game. Um, let's let's start with let's start with Jake, um, your boy Tuchel. Um, I mean, the game itself, probably you guys were the better team and um, it was no all set up. No, about it. No, probably about it. We were the better team. <laughs> we were. No, like, I saw I, one of the journalists I follow on Twitter summed it up perfectly in the first half. And he said that was one of the most dominant halves of football he had watched from a team that didn't have a shot on target from open play. Like, Spurs weren't near us. 
it was like men playing boys. It was 12 playing 10, it felt at times. Like Mason Mount had the freedom of North London at some points. Jorginho and Kovacic, they couldn't get near him. It was like, you've seen Mourinho drop off. You've seen him park the figurative bus, right? And we all expected that. But it was literally a case of Tottenham's going, yeah, just play and we'll see what we can do. Eric Dyer lived up to his name because he fucking was. <laughs> that penalty, I get it's instinctual, but you've got to recognise as a leading international Premier League centre-back, you can't slide on him there. It's criminal. It, it was. I mean, second half, Spurs came out and they improved. They actually tried to press us. They had a couple of chances. That Vinicius header, how he didn't score that. But if I, if we had come out of that with a draw, we would have been robbed. That yeah. is my absolute viewpoint. I, like, I can see now while Strides was worried. I was, I'm still head fast. Like, we could have easily scored more goals. Like Mason Mount had that one-on-one chance where Eric Dyer had already had that part, bad part of the game, giving away the penalty, that awful back pass to Lloris. And he's one-on-one again with Mount, and Mount just backs him up, backs him up, backs him up to his waist, pretty much in the goal before taking the shot. And luckily, Lloris had a great save. Like Chelsea were just all over them. It was right. awful. From right, so uh, from the loser's corner, see strides, boy. I know you were, we were, we run the clubhouse and yeah, after that, you just logged it off, man. What happened? I, I know you, 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 you said it and before you were going to lose this game, but no fan goes into the game thinking they're going to lose. I know you had a bit of hope that you could nick something. No, I had no hope whatsoever. And everything that Jake just said is spot on. We were awful. Um, not much to say about it, man. I feel like, I feel like I had no hope going into the game. I had no hope at half time and I had no hope at full time. So yeah, it was just a, a game that Chelsea completely dominated. Yeah, we had a chance with Vinicius, which he should have probably scored, but the game should have been dead and buried by then. Um we just there was just a lack of creativity, a lack of heart. It was like these men didn't know they were playing a London derby at times. It was a it was a walk in the park, it was a training exercise. I've I said uh, after the Brighton game, I never felt so empty. Um, times that by about a hundred after the Chelsea game because we were awful. But um, yeah, it was it was what I expected to be fair. Um, Tosin, I mean, I, I'm not gonna keep can on see Strider um, about you know a certain, and let me just say it out because I know a lot of people, especially Mitchell, has his strong views on a certain player. I like him. I like them at Madrid, but you're losing one nil, and I don't know what's going on with Jose as well because they had one more sub left. And they, didn't, they only used two subs that game. Bell was on the bench. He doesn't come on. Toes, like, what more? Well, how much more time do you need to give Bell? Yeah, no, I'm not going to lie, man. The t- time's on and out, man. There's only, what, about 16 games left uh, of the season. Um, and, like, I can't be a hypocrite. Like, I mean, earlier on in the season and last year when Pepe wasn't being used, I put it down to probably a lack of application in training and not showing enough when he got the minutes he got. So... I have to keep the same energy, man. Like, obviously, like, Mourinho's not liking what he's seeing in training or in the minutes that he's getting. And, yeah, man, it's, it's not working right now, man. And I hate to see Bell go out sad, but there's obviously still a lot of football left to be played. So, let's just see what he can do to contribute to the end of the season. But right now, it ain't looking like he's coming back next year, boy. Um, <laughs> I like that. You're, you're... I know you lot love running this little Bell thing, innit? You love right to love... <laughs> every, every <laughs> just a dig at Bell, a dig at Bell, I mean... a dig at Bell. Come on, C-Strides. He was there. I want opportunity for him to come on. You, oh, but you, you lot had one more sub left. And let me, I've just said it to you lot, I am a fan of Bell. I unfollowed him when he came back to um, Spurs because I followed him when he was at Madrid. I ain't trying to act, but come on. He's meant to be that well, guy I would say though, the difference. But what I would say though, like, let me not, let's not even, like, let's use context for this whole situation, yeah? I understand, yeah? Oh, this, now it's context. This would be, this, this would be corn, yeah? This would be corn. This would be very, very good corn, yeah, if Spurs were a team that were playing free-flowing attacking football and Bale basically couldn't get a run in because he wasn't good enough. But it's almost like we're saying, oh yeah, Jose is justified in not playing Bale, but Jose isn't, Spurs aren't playing that well. So it's almost like, are, are we are we giving him too much of a benefit of the doubt almost? Like, are we, we're almost saying that, oh yeah, Jose must must, must not be seeing anything in, 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 in training or in performance to show that he should play. Bro, but people, half, are, half people are making like a, people are making a judgment from what they're seeing, bro. What are you talking mm. about? 
Mm. Yeah, but okay, I understand that, and you're right. When he has played, he's not been at his best. But I look at someone like Van der Beek at United, and I think to myself, he's not got the minutes, and people aren't on his back the same way now. Because maybe when the expectation it... wasn't there, and uh, and and that's understandable. But why are people not saying things about him? I mean, when but when Pogba came, are, let me answer that. To be fair, but wait, let me. Oh, land. When, when he comes on, when, he Pog, does... when Pogba came off, yeah. He, he, he didn't think, oh, Van der Beek like for like, if you, if you like to say, because they're similar players. He went for Fred. So so why why did he not go for, for Van der Beek when Pogba got injured against Everton? But it just doesn't get highlighted as much. There's more of a, a hype around Bale, I, I find. And I don't know if it's really, really... First of all, first of all, Van der Beek and comparing Van der Beek and Bale is a false equivalence. I'm not I'm not comparing Bale, to his players. Bale's, uh, Bale's already established that Van der Beek is just coming up right now. And it's also been understood that Van der Beek was gonna wait his wait his turn. He was not gonna yep. jump into the first eleven straight away. That that's that's been established by him, and 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 Ole has also come out in public and said that. Yeah, I so understand. That one, that one is fine. Opportunities to play him though. Look, I'm not comparing Van der Beek and Bale as players or even at expectation. What I'm saying is, uh, if there are yeah, if there are opportunities where. Pogba gets injured in a game. You can bring on Van der Beek, who, yeah, you may not say is going to play week in, week out, but could come in when Pogba gets injured or is out the side and he goes for Fred or he goes for McTominay or he brings in players that play his position. Would you not say that? Well, why does he not go for Van der Beek? And I think it's a similar thing with Bale. Look, Bale could mm, could potentially come lose, into the side. You're losing focus, bro. Mm, I'm not losing focus. Mm, mm, and, let's, and let's be honest. I understand the question. Honest. I understand Jose the question. But, mm, times. but, mm. Jose's done. Uh, I remember one point Pogba came back from injury yeah, and he was on the bench. Jose would go for other people before jo- before Pogba. Jose does this, bro. this. If he's not fancy someone, he don't. He just won't play him. But Let's the case is, we we won't make this um, obviously carving certain people are feeling we're just getting onto Bill. We don't want that to bully, but um, <laughs> <laughs> things did get better for you lot as um, you then played uh, probably one of the worst teams in the league. We should get out of the league, um, West Brom. Your boy said Harold. He heard your call. My um, brother. You know what? He WhatsApp me still. Yeah, yeah, my guy. Yeah. That one shocked me, man. I was pissed. Do you know what? I kind of <laughs> had a feeling, yeah, because you know Joe's is a little bit of a crook like that. Mm. He kind of keeps information Stupid, to himself. Yeah. And he never Criminal. really ruled Bell out. And even when you looked at the injury that... Sorry, Kane, sorry. never really ruled Kane out. And when you looked at the injury, it wasn't a serious one. Like, it was like... Let's be honest, man. He rushed him back. Let's not cap. He that's what I'm saying. That whole yeah, does this facts. No, for real. Yeah, uh, because I was I was gonna say, sorry, Calvin, and you worried that you might be playing um a game, say next week or this week, and you know, um Kane drops and that's just the end of the season. Bro, Kane will <laughs> not see what? The age of enough, 30. I'm telling you guys. Hey, funnily enough, Shalom, yeah. Kane actually went down in the first five or ten minutes, and I'm thinking, yeah. oh no, here we go. Wow, he's he? injured. Yeah, he kind of went down and I, and he didn't get up for a minute, but he got up eventually. And I was thinking at the time, oh no, is Kane injured? But he was fine. But yeah, look, that I look my thing on that, and I found it very weird, is how he wasn't available to even be on the bench against Chelsea on the first yeah. day. And then what, just over two two days later or three days later, he's starting and playing 90 minutes, not even coming off. Like, I'm not for one second saying that Kane didn't want to play against Chelsea, but are we saying that we're in that much of disarray and that desperate? For a win against West Brom, we've got a cool came back. Because let's think not so. lie, we've got Everton in a big FA Cup game this week on Wednesday night, which we need to win. And then we've got yeah. City on at the weekend. So, look, so if, just, if Kane was, was to was, get injured, it would be a it would be a problem, man. It, I was I, just about to get onto that. Um, yeah. So you have your FA Cup game on Wednesday night away to Everton, yeah. um, which you said will be um, a difficult game. And then straight after that, you've got Man City. So again, you know, some clubs are having to test in times to see where we really are within the season. So again, these next two games, um, sorry, three, because you then got Europa League, um, will kind of, you know, may not say make or break, but kind of define your season. Um, 100%, man. Like we have yeah. to, we have to, the only way, I've said it before and I'll say it again, the only way we can accept this mediocre, shabby football, yeah, is by having cup success and by bringing, bringing home silverware in the cup. So, if we sacrifice the league in some ways, we have to go through in the cup. So it's that must win. I, look, beat Everton, lose to City. I don't care. Whatever. And then you do have Wolfsburg and then West Ham away. So your February yeah. is looking a bit tight. But game, watch man. this space. We'll see. We'll see if we'll still have you um, <laughs> sounding hopeful <laughs> come come the end of Feb. But um, even with the even with the slider results, you're still above 
Arsenal. So you can find solace in that, mate. 100% because so, you're right about that. Jake, <laughs> we now move to Chelsea and... Um, <laughs> you guys again bounce back um, from your win against Spurs as um, you went to Sheffield United again another team that's terrible and needs to get out of the get get out of the league Um, what was it 2-0 or 2-1 2-1 it was 2-1 because Rudiger scored that awful own goal and as soon as he scored it I just thought oh I do not want to be on his social media right now because that would have been toxic. But that would, the actual game itself, I would probably say, of Tuchel's very short reign, was our worst game. I'll be completely honest. We like, The way I've seen Tuchel so far is that he wants to dominate possession, especially through the middle. That's why he continues to play Jorginho and Kovacic, two players that are their best qualities are keeping the ball. And then he wants those overloads on the flank. So you're thinking Hudson-Odoi nah, and now Reese James on the right and then Chilwell Alonso on the left and then getting those balls in. But we just, we looked out of sorts. Like we were playing a team that they play free at the back as well. So they're very well drilled. They can match us man to man. And they look good. They they obviously improved. They weren't, I won't say they were unlucky to lose 2-1, but they were definitely in it. And we wouldn't have been able to complain if we had drawn. But at the end of the day, we're winning. Like we've taken ten points from Tuchel's first four games. Like we're now a point behind Liverpool in fourth. Same games played, so season's back on. Apparently, we'll see how it keeps going. But so, so let me let me hear then. So season's back on. What does that mean? Well, you think about it. Like four games ago, ten points left. Like the Arsenal fans. I mean, Tabo was saying that our clubs aren't the same. Facts. level. Whereas now we're now we're now fifth. Like we're we're looking good again. We're picking up points when we weren't. Like I went two months near enough without seeing my team play well. I've now seen four games on the trot where we have played well. I Tuchel's obviously come in and he's just he's he's he is rotating in areas. He does want to see more names. Like he's putting odd formations out. Like he's got Werner playing well again. Like the kid's still not scoring goals. That's obviously not good enough. No one's going to argue that. But he got two assists in the man of the match performance against Sheffield. Like he he's playing well even without scoring goals at this point. Jake, like, yep. Do you reckon it's more? Um, you know the, the typical new manager um, players sort of step up. Do you feel like it's more that as opposed to Tuchel himself, or is it? Do you reckon it's his tactical difference that's making you um, play slightly better? It's a really good question. I would say it's a mixture of both. I think you've got certain players now that want to come in and impress. Like you think the Alonso, I, yeah, of course. he comes in from the cold. Rudiger, even though he was coming in from the cold from Lamps, he comes back in. Hudson Odoi is getting more starts. You know, so there is a case of that as well. But I think Tuchel's almost gone. Right, this team. When were they last generally successful? When we had Conte. Sorry, sorry, we won the Europa League. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, we played an easy team in the final, so you know you can't really judge that too much. But then, like he's he's gone right. Okay, we've got the we've still got the personnel to fit this. Like he's he's not really done too much massively tactically, but he's just said like you can see it in games. He's still giving constant feedback. He's still trying to pull guys away and give them those little tidbits that he thinks are key. So I think it's just in case of improved communication. Like when you saw the reports of Lampard being sacked, like they were saying that some players were literally just told, I'll just go express yourself. I'll just Mm -hmm. go take control of the game. Where that doesn't do, that doesn't cut it at this level like you need to be saying right you've got to be looking for these passes and these etc etc so I think he's almost he's just brought a bit of detail a bit of clarity to the team and playing wonders so Jake now looking at your fixtures you go away to (laughs) Barnsley I mean you must be the new Man City with these FA Cup fixtures you're getting Um, then you're um, home to to Newcastle away to Southampton so some Pretty good three easy games. And then your probably biggest um, challenge is Atletico Madrid, um, which will be interesting to see how you get on there. So things are looking okay for you lot. Yeah. um, So much where things aren't looking as good. 
Yeah, it's um, definitely not as bleak as it was five games ago. Yeah, so, but, you know, you guys have been sending shots. You just sent a shot in that um, segment as you're talking about your Europa League. Players are sending shots. My Gunas, we had um, <laughs> we had two away visits to the Midlands. We came back with zero points. <laughs> yeah, people telling me things are changing, but they just forget. <clears throat> people, were, people were saying, oh, we're not far off Chelsea. And then they played two points with United and then, huh, boy, if I talk hmm. anyway. Oh, were we wrong to say that when we're not, well, we're not far well, off Chelsea? I mean... Results uh, speak for No, themselves. you were wrong to say that our clubs aren't the same. Well, no, actually, you were right, but it was right. just... You know, I've had your time to talk. So, Arsenal... Um, we boys. didn't spend 250 million, Jake. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Just, no, just, no, just no, letting no. you know. No, just letting no. you know, mate. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Thought I'd let you know. Well, our first game was Wolves. Um, took the lead... I mean, we should have really... This is typical Arsenal. We punish ourselves by not just killing off the game. You see the likes of United and Liverpool, Man City, they kill off games. We didn't do that. And um, we just switched off in the final 30 seconds. After being 1-0 up, we concede a penalty and lose a man. Second off, you know, you have a worldy strike from um, Montinho, who never scores, but, you know, happens to score this one time. Um, and Leno, I mean, after singing for him, makes um, probably the worst mistake he's made since he's been at Arsenal. So it happens. Then we go back again to the Midlands, this time placing Aston Villa, who, you know, haven't played the best. And um, a, two minutes in, again, we kill ourselves and Villa take the lead. And we don't, we never even get back into the game. So... I just want to get to Arsenal fans. What's what's going on? Because Tabo, you said, is a manager not telling him to bag. The Villa game, we had 88 minutes to get back into the game. We didn't. What happens there, mate? Um, yeah, man. It was just uh, the Villa game, to be fair, is just poor. Um, um, I don't think any of us were really that mad at the Wolves game. Um, obviously, did mention when I think after the third Saka chance that we're going to rue the chances and um, yeah what happens by 45 minutes Louis sent off and um, yeah and then later on comes back to bite us 2-1 down um, with Villa man we just weren't in the game and I'm not quite sure what it was um, yeah not not much to say about the Villa game man um, I guess we just got um um, but hope to bounce back against Leeds this weekend again. Another team that beat, uh, well, drew or got a point of us. Um, so I hope, I hope we can we can do better um, against Leeds this time. Right. I, I personally think that we're, we're, you know, <laughs> yeah, like the last few games are frustrating because the Wolves on first half we absolutely outplayed them for forty five minutes. It was no, it was about forty minutes. We outplayed them. It was like it was the best. 40 minutes I've seen from Arsenal for a while. Um, we were creating chances. It was fluid. Um, referee, I, I'm sorry, but I, some of the decisions that have come against us in the last two games are disgusting, to be honest. Um, Sounding people like might, teammate. No, but to be fair, people might say, oh, you know what? You think there's an agenda against Arsenal. But, I agree with like there's always, we're never, we're, ne- we're not protected. We're ne- we never are. It's always been like that of Arsenal. Never been. Um, so I I personally think first of all the sending off of Louise, how that's a sending off, and how Southampton's one gets rescinded, but Arsenal's doesn't get rescinded. That's another story. Um, obviously that obviously let us down. The Leno one, that's definitely a sending off. He's got no decision. He even walks off himself as well. Um, the then Louis the one was definitely politics, man. Yeah, that's what I mean. I so I definitely definitely politics. But... Yeah, so. You know, it's it, it, I, I, we always feel like the world's against us for some reason. That's what I always think. The Villa one, if you see, there's a, there's been uh, an image going around of when Lacazette was just about to come off on the on the corner kick. Um, Martinez actually drags him down with him, pulls him down while the ball's in play. It's a corner, so that means that as, if he's pulling him down in the box, technically that's a penalty because. We've been in situations, or you've seen anyway, where um, in the Liverpool Man City game, where uh, Diaz actually pulls, well, he didn't even pull Salah, it's like a little tug, 
and I was given as a penalty. Why, why is the lack is there? That he loves it. But then, no, but then the lack is it. Yeah, but if you don't go down, you don't get it. So, but lack is it went down. He did go down. He went down. It was given the opposite way. It was, yeah, and they gave they gave a free kick to Villa, and that's why I think that. Look, it feels like I the mean, world is against us. We we could go on about this. You're right. This whole words against us, but Cry really, me a river, son. conspiracy. We, we, we should, <laughs> he said no, the world guys. is against us. It's frustrating because <laughs> Venga, Venga said it. Venga said it. Venga said it. The world's against us, B. No, no, no. We know what the title is. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. You've mentioned in the past. You know, we've lacked. We only scored one goal. Um, you've had strong words about Eddie and Ketia. Um, when the other guys are shooting, what's what's next, man? Because I'm lost. Yeah, it's it's a tight one. It's funny. It's funny you mentioned that um, because mm. it's you have a player of like Aubameyang's quality on the bench, but I look at when I look at Arsenal these days, I see Aubameyang starting, Aubameyang on the bench. At no point with Aubameyang coming on with like. 30, 40 minutes ago, <laughs> did, I, did, I, did I feel like, oh, yeah, Aubameyang's going to bag here. Like, I mean, like, he, he's the... <laughs> and there was a point where, whether he started, whether he came off the bench, he was he was goal a game. But right now, I'm just, I'm not getting that out of him. Mm-hmm. And it's it's weird. I kind of feel, feel as if we've almost, since that little patch we had over Christmas and the start of Jan, we've kind of almost regressed, not only defensively, but offensively as well. So it's a bit... It's, it's, it's a bit troubling, obviously. Like, I feel as if we could have played that Villa game for 180 minutes and we wouldn't have got a goal. But Are you man at, at that point now where you almost, um, if, for, let's just say, for example, Saka and Aubameyang are both on the bench, you probably back Saka to come on and do more than Aubameyang? 100%. 100%. 100% yeah. I, I, if I'm honest, I back Lacazette to do more in the game than Aubameyang mm-hmm. at, at this moment in time. Do you reckon he's spent really, or is it just... It's really, it's really troubling. Like yeah. I can't, I can't quite put my finger on it, but he just, the sharpness just doesn't look there, man. Like he just doesn't look mm. as if every, every, yeah, man. I don't know, man. You yeah, the Bunyan yeah. thing is is one that is puzzling us as Arsenal fans. I mean, you know, he's had his own personal issues that might be affecting us. We don't know what happens behind closed doors. We just yeah, hope, bother, man. We just hope, yeah. So we just get a turn, a glimpse or something. Um, you know, Arsenal aren't in the FA Cup um, anymore. Extra break, maybe it's needed. And Tabo said we go away um, at home, sorry, to Leeds on the weekend. Um, but yeah, it's all getting tight again. We've got fixtures coming left, right and centre. Um, the next episode, I'm sure, we'll be reviewing some FA Cup upsets. Um, but yeah, before we close the night, boys, you know what time it is. It's time to get your shots out. Mm. I ain't got no shots because last time I gave some shots to someone, they disappointed me. So I'm, I'm no shots for me today, man. <laughs> I don't I'm think anyone deserves shots today, man. No, um, Chelsea just let us down, boy. What C Strider or Jake? You lot, you lot, I got a shot, man. man. I got a shot, man. Go, go on, Andy. <laughs> yeah, I just want to give a shot out to the best goalkeeper in the world. Um, it happens to the best of us. Uh, mm. this is probably your. First mistake for us in about three years. Uh, we low-key don't deserve you. It's because of you we won the Champions League. It's because of you we won the league. So, it happens, man. But don't do it again, man. But I'm taking Alison, you by the way, you know. it was um, mistakes, not mistake. I thought I'd um, correct you on that one. Correct that. Plural, plural, plural. Uh, cheers, cheers, Calvin. Cheers for the no, no worries, man. Thank, thanks, man. <laughs> You know what, Bunny? I got a shot whilst I'm at the bar running my mouth. Um, you know who the shot's coming for, man. Dear. <laughs> Harold. <laughs> so, Harold. Guys, oh, drunk on man. Week, hey, <laughs> Harry, you listen to my SOS, baby. <laughs> Can't lie, yeah? Without him, we ain't winning that game against West Brom. I don't Boy. want any Spurs fan to get overexcited because we beat the worst team in the league at the weekend. We're still very poor. But with Harry Kane in our team, We've always got a chance. So my shots for Harry Kane. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for scoring on your return. And um, more more of that, please, Harry. I got a shot. My shot goes out to Nicolas Pepe. <laughs> um, I think he's finally getting to that point where he's um, turning the tide and he's getting there. I mean, unfortunately for him, the, the, the games where he's turned up, we've lost, which is a bit sad. But I think the more he keeps you know, improving, we will finally get that left side sorted and we can now look forward to the future. So, yeah, my show goes out to 
Nicholas yeah, let, me, let me take a shot there with you, man. Like I said, you know, he didn't choose a price tag, but we had to back him. Certain, you know, have turned their eyes. Um, <laughs> but don't let me down, Pepe, now. I said this. <laughs> my track record is looking a bit peak right now. But yeah, man, it's been another great episode. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, just want to let you know we've got some exciting stuff coming out very shortly. Um, you will see it in the socials. Keep looking out for that one. And of always, we've got more um, watch-alongs. So when there's a big game, we go on Clubhouse. And also, we'll be doing some Clubhouse debates on the um, last Friday. We did one on, you know, the best wingers in the Premier League, which <laughs> got a bit interesting. We might, we might not share our team, but we'll see. But thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you soon. Peace. Thank you. Peace, guys. Peace. Respect. Peace. <laughs> Hey, hi.